Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This is Spencer, your host. I am so glad you're here. Uh, there are a bunch of words in this episode that are very odd to me. Uh, so they, we, this will be fun to see what the definitions are. Um, okay. Yeah. Anything? I think we're good. Let's start. Ready, set, go. The first word is cladding. C-L-A-D-D-I-N-G. Noun from 1936. Something that covers or overlays. Specifically, metal coating bonded to a metal core. Uh, and that is obviously very similar to the ones that we read in the last episode, clad. It's all about putting metal on other metal. Next is clade. So we got an E at the end. Clade. Noun from 1911. A group of biological taxa as species that includes all descendants of one common ancestor. So, a group of biological taxa that includes all descendants of one common... So if you take one ancestor, and then you combine that with all of the descendants from that one ancestor, that is called a clade. That must be very large. There's a lot of individuals, depending on how old the ancestor is. Next is cladistics. C-L-A-D-I-S-T-I-C-S. Cladistics. Noun from 1965. It's kind of a long definition. A system of biological taxonomy that defines taxa uniquely by shared characteristics not found in ancestral groups and uses inferred evolutionary relationships to arrange taxa in a branching hierarchy such that all members of a given taxon have the same ancestors. Cladist or cladist is a noun, cladistic is an adjective, and cladistically is also an adverb. Obviously, that's related to clade. Next, maybe this is related, it is, nah, probably not. Cladocerin, cladocerin, C-L-A-D-O-C, E-R-A-N, noun from 1909, any of an order, Cladocera, of minute, chiefly freshwater branchiopod crustaceans that includes the water fleas. Uh, let's see, this is from Cladocera, clad plus the Greek keras, which means horn. So maybe they have little horns? I don't know. But they are Cladocerin. Next is Cladode, 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 let's say Cladode, noun from 1870, and we have the synonym Cladophil, uh, that was the word that was the example for the prefix clad in the previous episode, and Cladophil is coming up, so we will get to learn what it is, um, but Cladode is a synonym for it, Cladodial, Cladodial, that is an adjective, Cladodial. All right, next is cladogenesis. Cladogenesis. Noun. Well, so if we look at the word, we've got genesis. That's like the beginning of something. And then clado, if we look at the previous episode, uh, clado, it's talking about uh, a slip or a sprout, a branch, something like that. So I'm going to say that the cladogenesis would be like the beginning of a new sprouting thing. All right, let's read it. Noun from 1953, evolutionary change characterized by tree-like branching of taxa. 
And then it says compared to anagenesis. Uh, you know, so I was close. I, I, was, I was super close. Uh, cladogenetic. Cladogenetic is an adjective and cladogenetically is an adverb. All right, next is cladogram. Noun from 1965, a branching diagrammatic tree, a branching diagrammatic tree used in cladistic classification to illustrate phylogenetic relationships. So this prefix clad, I mean, it's maybe literally talking about a tree or a branch or something, but it's also like, you know, the tree of life and how you know, your family tree and all those things are, are a tree. There's things branching off of other things. Um, yeah, that's that's that. that. Next is cladophyll. C-A-C-L-A-D-O-P-H-Y-L-L. Noun from 1879. A flattened photosynthetic branch assuming the form of and closely resembling an ordinary foliage leaf. Uh, if it is clear, maybe I will find a picture of this cladophyll, but maybe there is no good visual representation. We'll find out. I don't know. Next is clafuti. No, that's not how you pronounce it. You say, I think that's the, I, I emphasize the wrong parts. Clafuti. Clafuti. I believe that's correct. It is spelled C-L-A-F-O-U-T-I, or you can put an S at the end. Clafuti. Noun from circa 1968. A dessert, I'm hooked, a dessert consisting of a layer of fruit as cherries topped with batter and baked. Wow. All right. Let's let's find this thing. A clafouti. Next. All right. The rest of the words are much more clear to me. The first one of those, the rest of the words. Here we go. I don't know what I'm saying. Claim. That's the word. Claim, C-L-A-I-M, first form, verb from the 14th century. Uh, let's see, is it starting with transitive or is it all transitive? I think it is all transitive. All right. Uh, 1A, to ask for, especially as a right, as in claimed the inheritance. That inheritance is mine. I am claiming it as my right. That's very greedy. 1B, to call for. Synonym is require, as in, this matter claims our attention. 1C, the synonym is whoa. The 16B definition for the word take, T-A-K-E. Wow. All right, as in, the accident claimed her life. Oh, she did. Take, the 16B definition for the word take means to take a life, probably. And on that note, let's move on to number two. To take as the rightful owner. Uh, 3A, to assert in the face of possible contradiction. Synonym is maintain, as in claimed that he'd been cheated. I maintain that I've been cheated, and that is my claim. Uh, 3B, to claim to have, as in organization which claims 11,000 members. Uh, that is a quote from Rolling Stone. What organization were they talking about? This organization claims to have 11,000 members. I guess it's a lot, but I'm sure there are organizations with more than 11,000. Uh, 3C, to assert to be rightfully one's own, as in claimed responsibility for the attack. And finally, a synonym is demand, 
and claimable is an adjective. This is from the Latin clamare, which means to cry out or shout. It is akin to the Latin calare, which means to call. And there's more at the word low, L-O-W. All right, next is the second form of claim. It is a noun from the 14th century. One, a demand for something due or believed to be due, as in an insurance claim. 2A, a right to something, specifically a title to a debt, privilege, or other thing in the possession of another. 2B, an assertion open to challenge, as in a claim of authenticity. 3. Something that is claimed, especially a tract of land stocked, no, staked out. That's it for claim. Next is claimant. Claim with an A-N-T. I said that kind of weird. Claim ant, noun from the 15th century, one that asserts a right or title, as in a claimant to an estate. And then also the number one definition for the word claimer. So yes, if you are claiming something, you can be the claimant. I think usually it's for uh, insurance probably. Um, so, but hey, let's read the word claimer. Claimer, noun from the 15th century. One, one that claims. 2A, the synonym is claiming race, which we will get to shortly. And then 2B, a horse running in a claiming race. But what is a claiming race? It's two words, noun from 1935. A horse race in which each entry is offered for sale for a specified price that must be deposited before the race. I don't understand that. But next, we are on the last word of this episode. It is, I guess you would pronounce it, uh, clairaudience? Clairaudience. So it's Claire, C-L-A-I-R, and then the word audience, all one word. Uh, This is a noun from 1864. The power or faculty of hearing something not present to the ear, but regarded as having objective reality. The power of hearing something in the ear, but it's not there, but it is real. Objectively, it is real. Huh. All right. This is interesting. Clairaudient is an adjective. Clairaudiently is an adverb. Um, and then this is from the prefix Claire, which is for, like from the word clairvoyance, uh, plus the word audience, like the act of hearing. So, huh. So it's the audio form of the word clairvoyance, I guess. And clairvoyance is actually the first word of the next episode. Uh, so... I am I am curious to see what the dictionary has to say about these. This is a very interesting concept, Claire audience. Okay, so the words today were cladding, clade, cladistics, cladocerin, cladode, cladogenesis, cladogram, cladophil, uh, clafouti, claim, claimant, claimer, claiming, race, and Claire audience. Well, I am super fascinated by Claire audience. Um, but I also really like clafouti and also, uh, cladistics is just the study of, I I think that one, I like that one, cladistics, that's the word of the episode because it's, uh, it's this, uh, it's the system that, that it's like mapping all the stuff out, all the, all the, the, um, 
I should probably actually read the proper words, the ancestral groups and the characteristics and all that stuff. I just think that's kind of fascinating. Cladistics, cladistics, it's all about the group, the ancestral groups. All right. Uh, what do, 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 do. Let's read the holidays. What are we on? July 25th? Okay. It is St. James, TG. I don't know what the TG is. It's Parents' Day. We love your parents. I mean, you know, some some people may not like their parents, but you brought us into existence, and we have mixed feelings about that. In Costa Rica, it is annexation of Guanacaste. In the Dominican Republic, it is Father's Day. In Spain, actually, I think that might be the earliest day Father's Day can fall. We'll read the other page in a second. In Spain, it is Galicia National Day, or Galicia National Day. In Russia and Ukraine, it is Navy Day. In Cuba, it is Revolution Anniversary. In Venezuela, it is Founding of Caracas City. Um, what does this other page have to say? It says, It's the earliest day on which Father's Day can fall in the Dominican Republic. It's also the earliest day for National Tree Planting Day in Australia. And in Russia, it's the earliest day for Navy Day. So it's, you know, it's the earliest day. Um, in Jamaica, it is National Baha'i Day. In Puerto Rico, it is Puerto Rico Constitution Day. In Tunisia, it is Republic Day. And what are our fun holidays? Ooh. Ooh. National Wine and Cheese Day. That's something my wife has fairly often. Uh, so today, we'll definitely have some wine and cheese. Like I said, it's National Parents Day, so say hello to your parents and tell them that you love them and that you're grateful for them. Uh, and then finally, it is National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. National Hot Fudge Sunday Day. You can have that as your dessert after wine and cheese, or you can flip it around if you want. That's fine. I approve of that. All right, that's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Bye-bye.